0: This is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Hello, and welcome to the show. I'm Deborah Howell, and for expectant mothers, staying safe during the era of COVID-19 and flu season is essential for maintaining a healthy pregnancy. Today, we'll be talking about pregnancy during flu season in the era of COVID-19. Our guest today is Dr. Michael Najat, a maternal fetal medicine specialist and associate chief medical officer at Miller Children's and Women's Hospital, Long Beach. Welcome, Dr. Najat.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Wonderful to have you. What are some of the steps a pregnant woman can take to protect herself from COVID-19?
1: What we try to counsel all of our patients, particularly in pregnancy, is to practice the routine recommendations from CDC in terms of masking, social distancing and avoiding crowds. There is no question that the risk to infection is real in pregnancy and the way to avoid getting the infection is to try to follow those guidelines.
0: Now is it safe in your opinion to give birth in a hospital during the pandemic and how should women plan for it?
1: That's a very good question and one that we get from our patients all the time. What most hospitals are doing is that they have set up a special triage system for patients who come in labor or who are needing to be delivered. Many hospitals do a routine, rapid COVID test on the patient, even if she is completely symptom-free, so it is known to the caregivers as well as to the patient if she is a positive COVID or a negative COVID. This, in turn, precipitates the kind of care the patient will receive in terms of the room she can labor in, the concern for anesthesia, as well as the caregivers themselves wearing the appropriate protective equipment if she is COVID-positive. The data on this is quite encouraging, however, in that in most of the hospitals in the country that have large numbers now of patients being tested for COVID in asymptomatic patients coming in in labor, the infection rate in that asymptomatic population is less than 1%. In other words, the vast majority of patients that are asymptomatic entering a hospital because they're in labor or needing to be evaluated who have been screened are negative. So that the issues of COVID in pregnancy, particularly in labor, have thankfully been minimized by the fact that, at least so far, there is not a large number of asymptomatic carriers who happened to be in labor at the time. Those rare patients, however, have been identified and they still can have a very normal experience with delivery. The problem is what type of counseling or coaching can they have in terms of partners? What do you do with the baby when it's born? What about the patient's own need to be masked or not as she goes through labor? This precipitates a great deal of questions, many of which we don't have answers to, But nonetheless, and thankfully, it is a rare concern, but one that is continuing to be looked for in terms of the processes of obtaining a COVID screen on patients entering the hospital continues. Well,
0: that's some comforting information for sure. Now, why is it important for pregnant women to get the flu vaccine, especially this flu season?
1: We're hoping that with social distancing and masking and minimal travel, this could be a very low flu season in terms of risks. But it's important to understand that pregnancy is a condition for which influenza, namely the flu, is an added risk. It does not appear to be the case for COVID-19, which is a relief. In other words, patients who are pregnant who get the flu are at greater risk, it appears, than patients who are pregnant and get COVID-19. So for purposes of minimizing that risk, we want patients who are pregnant or not to strongly consider taking the flu vaccine, even though we hope that this will be a very low prevalence flu season based upon the reality that patients have to, or individuals in our country are gonna be hopefully practicing continued safe distancing with masking and minimal travel.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed for sure. pregnancy
1: is definitely a risk factor if you get influenza.
0: Now, a lot of women are wondering, can the flu vaccine hurt my unborn baby?
1: That's a good question. A common question. The answer is no. There is no evidence that there is any effect on the fetus or the unborn by a flu vaccine. The type of vaccine is such that it doesn't pose a problem. And it is clearly the case that there is true benefits to the mother during the pregnant state to avoid the flu.
0: And that leads to my next question. I'm sure many women are also wondering, should I delay getting pregnant until COVID is over? And how do you feel about that mindset?
1: I think that it is, in fact, something we're observing. At least initially, people were saying, oh, boy, the birth rate is going to be going through the roof because people are staying at home. But in fact, the birth rate in this country has actually gone down over the last couple of years, but it continues in its downward path. And I think a lot of people are understandably reluctant to pursue pregnancy because of the unknown circumstances surrounding COVID in terms of its effect on pregnancy, the newborn, as well as it's just long-term potential effects on anybody who does get it and recovers. So my recommendation is that there is no clear reason why somebody shouldn't pursue pregnancy in this pandemic. There's no clear increased risk to the patient herself or to her unborn in most reports. I want to say that with some reservation and that we don't have the tens of thousands of cases that we really need to make a blanket statement, but it does appear, thankfully, that COVID-19 is not the same type of infection or risk to the pregnant woman or to her unborn as many other viral infections are. We're cautious, however, because, as I mentioned, the prior SARS infection and other viral infections, as I say, including influenza, have clearly had adverse effects in pregnancy. But thankfully, the COVID-19 for the most part, particularly in asymptomatic patients, does not appear to have problems for the patient or for her unborn. It does appear that a patient who is pregnant who gets COVID-19 infection, even if it is mild, is symptomatic for a longer period of time. And if she gets very sick, the pregnancy itself, in combination with the respiratory complications, do pose significant risk factors to the patient, But thankfully, these have been rare cases, not nearly to the frequency that we were initially expecting.
0: That's some good news anyway. Now, what precautions has Miller Children's and Women's taken to prevent the spread of COVID-19?
1: Essentially, what we do is, as I described, is every patient who is admitted either for surgery or for a labor or for evaluation has a COVID-19 screen performed, and the result of that then determines what type of room the patient is in, what type of interaction, what kind of PPE the nursing staff need to wear and the patients need to wear. There is, generally speaking, a limited number of visitors to the hospital. This has been somewhat of a double-edged sword, as you might imagine, for a woman in labor, but we have, in fact, allowed a woman to have a designated partner in labor and delivery, with the caveat being that individual Will wear a mask and also that individual will stay with the patient throughout the labor and delivery. In other words, they're not allowed to leave the facility and to come back. Now, Mm -hmm. I must add that this week we just started a new procedure where we are allowing coaches to leave the facility and on a case by case basis, we're allowing the patient to have a second person in the room, such as a doula, if they wish. But that's only because we're working our way through the coronavirus pandemic. It's not clearly at the point where we're liberalizing back to what we were before. So we limit visitors, unfortunately, and we definitely screen all admissions.
0: I'm so glad to hear that you're allowing doulas. So many women want them these days, and that's very forward-thinking on the part of Miller Children's. Should a pregnant woman get a COVID-19 vaccine once one has been approved?
1: Possibly, yes. We don't know yet, but I think we need to have some scientific experts chime in on that, but for the most part, just like the influenza or flu vaccine, we encourage patients to use in pregnancy. The type of vaccine itself, particularly ones that are being developed as RNA vaccines, should be safe in pregnancy. I think that we have to basically reserve any position, but I think it's going to be a position where we strongly encourage patients to have this vaccine, be they pregnant or not.
0: Final question for you, Doctor. Where can listeners go to get more information about the Sharice Mahdi Lalhir Birth Care Center?
1: There is a site that basically people can come to from the internet. It's just millerchildrens.org slash first, F-I-R-S-T-S, for maternal and neonatal services. So that's millerchildrens.org forward slash first.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Dr. Najat, for being on our show today. It's been great talking with you.
1: Thank you so much for what you're doing. Appreciate it.
0: For more info, visit Millerchildren's dot org slash firsts. To listen to the podcast, visit memorialcare.org slash podcasts. I'm Deborah Howell, thanks for listening, and have yourself a fantastic day.